Welcome to Empath, conversations and intentions around meaningful marketing for soulful, sensitive, empathic entrepreneurs. Join me, the feral writer, to talk with truth and texture about creativity from the heart space, marketing with meaning and emotion. This is Empath. Hi guys, welcome back to Empath. Tips on naming your business. Today I'm sharing my tips on naming your business because naming is something that I love, but it's something that notoriously people struggle with and they're always asking me about it. Now, don't get me wrong, I want to be really honest. Naming is a big job. It's a really big job. It takes a really long time. When I'm doing it, it takes me anywhere between, well, really a couple of weeks and a couple of months to nail it because it takes time. It's not just about the inspiration and the ideas. And sometimes I get flashes of inspiration and they're magical, but I have to back them up still. I have to go away and do the work. So today I'm going to give you some tips on naming your business. And these are all tips from how I would do it. So here we go. First of all, choose a name that conveys the essence of you rather than the action of you. So by that, what I mean is choose a name that shows who you are rather than what you do. So let's say you're a copywriter. You don't have to call yourself Copywriting Academy, or Write Ink, or Text and Things, or anything like that. You can call yourself something completely unrelated to writing. It doesn't have to be about what you do. It's more important that it shows who you are and the essence of your brand. Next up, don't write off simple names or obvious names because often they're the best. But remember, they might also be taken. So it's really important to think if you want to choose a name like, you know, well, my old business was called Type, um, which was a play on words because it meant multiple things. But if you want to choose a name like Type, it could be taken. So check that it's take, not taken before you decide on a really nice, simple name. But also don't try to be overly clever or complex. Don't try and make it sound really um impressive and also make sure it can be pronounced that's really important don't choose a real fancy name that no one knows how to spell or type in because that'll be a real problem when people have to do your email or they have to type in your web address so don't try and choose something that's really really clever and abstract it doesn't have to be most importantly my tip is to choose a name that has meaning not just something that's pretty don't just choose a nice one-dimensional name choose something multi-dimensional that means something to you that has a reason behind it. Look at what the reason is and why that resonates with you. If you're only going to take one point of what I say today, make it this one. Do your research. Look into the etymology, the history, the mythology behind these names. I can't tell you how many times I found a really beautiful name only to find out it's the name of a porn star alter ego. True story. This has actually happened to me. Who knew there was a really rare flower that was also named the same name as a really nice piece of poetry from the Lake Districts that also is the name of a very famous like underground porn star that I didn't know about because guys I'm not in the porn industry so I nearly missed that one I found it in the 11th hour literally right before I submitted those client names sadly and don't find you know honestly I've got so many stories what about brothers and sisters that slept together and then one of them killed the other one in Greek mythology you've got to be careful if you're looking into mythology and things because some bad stuff went down in mythology. So make sure you do your research before you get these names cemented. Also, look at your name from all angles in all languages. I was recently naming uh, a name for one of my members 
She wanted to name her new breathwork offering. And because she's Cornish, I went looking for Cornish names. I found the most beautiful name, but turned out when I looked it up in Cornish, it actually means anal. It actually translates into anal. And so that doesn't really feel very relevant. And uh, I'm sure that she'd get an audience. I'm not sure it'd be the right audience. When you think you've got the name, keep going. Digging and dreaming, be open to ideas. It's the last bit where it all becomes clear. Do not write off. Don't, don't just go like 10 minutes in, I've got a name. Play the long game. It's really important because often the name comes weeks and weeks later. Try your name for size. Practice it regularly. Do it privately, like hi, it's Jess from etc. on your own. Put your name on your website, like stick it on your screen. Put it in your Instagram bio, but don't save the changes. Have a little play around with it and try it on for size. Forward think. This is so important. Check the domain names. Check the Instagram names. Check the registered names. Think about it holistically, as it, like all-encompassing. How is it going to look? You know, you can't be perhaps, let's say you are type. You can't be type because type.com would be hard to get. So I was like type communications or something. Look at how it's going to look. What are you going to put with it to get the domain name? Can you get the domain name? Look at all these sort of angles before you commit to something. And live with it for a while. Don't make a rash decision. A name is for life, not just for Christmas. And that's really important to tell you because naming is huge. So I would rather you spend your time really spending time on it, thinking about it, working out, does it go, doesn't it go, does it feel authentic to me, trying out a few options because quite often when I work with clients, I would narrow it down to two or three names and then we'd be going back and forth between them and trying to work out which one was the right one, which one was the perfect fit. You know, it comes down to the wire because these names are all good. They made the shortlist because they are all shit hot. How do you choose the one? How do you find the one? And don't forget to listen to your instinct. You know, you know what you resonate with. You know what works for you and your business. And like I said, it's not about something pretty. It is about something that has meaning. It is about something that resonates with you and with your people. And remember, nobody will overthink it more than you. It can be really scary, especially if you're renaming. And I think every single client I've ever had that did a renaming job got really nervous about this. What will people think? It's such a big change. But I know for a fact, not one of them ever looked back and thought, I wish I'd kept my old name. It's kind of laughable looking back at their old names, not because they were bad names by any means, but because they'd outgrown them or they didn't fit them. And that's another thing. You're never too late to rename. You're never too, you know, you can rename at any point. It, I've had businesses work with me who've been 10 or 15 years down the line who renamed. And that's okay. You can rename at any stage because you change. Your business changes and it evolves. And it's, it's okay to change things in your business. You don't have to do things the way you've always done them just because that's the way things have always been done. Maybe your name sounds too corporate now and you're not corporate anymore. Or maybe your name sounds really cheesy and cute and you're not cheesy and cute anymore like I worked with someone who was like like a one-woman band working from her kitchen making cakes and it was lovely but her brand felt very like cottage very put on a penny and bake from your kitchen nothing wrong with that there are brands like that but that wasn't what she wanted and that's not where she was and also the sort of work she was doing was insane and she wanted to up-level that name to match the work so that the name felt more opulent, so that the name felt more extravagant, more luxurious, more high-end, so that her pricing and her marketing were in line with her name. And that's really, really important. Like the other client I told you about, you know, she was uh, an edgy 
edgy photographer, she had like a nice, just nice, nice name. And it was so important that she had a name that showed everything that, that was all encompassing for everything that she was and everything that she brought to the table and her raw passion and just her eye. Her eye was insane and the way she did things was so unique. Her name was just bland compared to her work. Is your name setting you apart? Is it showing you off in your best light? And that's really, really important. But know that you will be afraid. No one will overthink it more than you. Your customers will forget that you had that name change within a month. And actually your new customers won't even know. They won't even know. And if you're something like a wedding photographer or a wedding cake maker or something like that, your customers are changing all the time. Your lifespan of a customer is probably 18 months at max. And so you've got to remember that, that in 18 months, you've got a new wash of clients gradually happening all the time. Only a small percentage are ever going to notice that name change. So think about like, don't ever not change a name because you think, what will people think? Or people might think like the business is closed or something like that. It's all in how you communicate it. And I think that's really, really important. So Know that every single client that I've had that I've named has been afraid of this moment, but they've all embodied their name and not one has ever, ever looked back. And I think that's really, really important. So those are my tips on naming. I have to say, naming is the thing that I miss the most. Out of everything I do in copywriting and in marketing, it's naming that I miss the most because I absolutely adore it. It's so fun and it's so exhilarating to know that it's the biggest thing you'll ever ever do. It's the biggest thing you'll ever, ever spend your energy on is your name. But it's also the one of the most powerful things that can change your business. It can completely transform your business when you align with your name. So I just want to say one more time that it's about intuition. You know, you know what name works for you. You know what you resonate with and what your people will resonate with. And it's so important you're true to that. And you listen to that instinct and you don't choose style over substance. You don't choose a name that has a pretty name, but doesn't have the depth and distinction in it because it's that texture that you get from your name that has the truth in it. And most importantly, that has the tail in it. A good name should tell your story. We always finish with an invitation to set an intention. And I realize today is an interesting one because not everybody is looking to name or rename their business. But I would like you to do one of two things. Either spend some time thinking about your name. How do you feel about your name? Would you consider a name change? How does it feel listening to this podcast? Would you be open to that as something you could possibly consider? Or if you're really happy with your name and you definitely don't want to change, I'd love to know your thoughts on your name. I'd love you to spend some time journaling it. What is the story of your name? What is the meaning behind your name? What is the what are the roots behind your name? And that's really, really important. What, what have you got? in your story that's coming through, threads of it being pulled through into your name, into your title. I would love to know that. And guys, I'm here to talk about naming all day long. If you want to talk about names with me, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me on Instagram at The Feral Writer. And remember, whatever you do, all you've got to be is true. Thank you for listening to Empath, the podcast for meaningful marketing for soulful creatives. If you want more from me, head to my website, jesscollins.co.uk and check out my membership community, Empress, where you will find a community of heart-centered creatives, the Empress Practice, my signature seven chapters of soulful marketing and weekly live sessions from soul goal setting to journaling and personal access to me. 
the doors are currently open. Be sure to message me on Instagram at The Feral Writer to let me know how you found this episode. Take care, and I'll be back next week.